Hello everyone, I'm Yvonne Edoutu and this is Beautiful Mind Podcast. Hi guys, welcome back to Beautiful Mind Podcast. How are you doing? I thank God for keeping us this far. 2020 seems to be running amidst the craziness that happened this year. So today's episode is going to be different because it will be a story time. I'm telling you a story about my grad school, precisely about how I got a scholarship without applying for one. I've been thinking a lot about faith and I feel like sharing this story will encourage you to just keep trusting God for something, holding on. God is faithful. God comes through. Every time I read people's testimonies or listen to people's testimonies and they talk about faith, I get encouraged in my mind. One of the major verses about faith is Hebrews 11 chapter 1, which says, and I read, faith is the assurance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. So the conviction of their reality, faith comprehends as fact what cannot be experienced by the physical senses. That's faith. Trusting God beyond your senses. I mean, you can't see it too, but you just believe this is going to happen. So yeah, let's get to the story. I'm excited. So in 2014, I made up my mind. I mean, I felt that was the right move for me in my life, in my career. I just told myself it's time for me to start looking at schools for my master's degree. I had friends that were applying to schools, friends that had gone for their master's, UK, US and all. And my parents were leaning towards the US. Oh, why not consider the US great place for school? I know. Okay. So that was it. US it is. I started looking at schools, American schools. You know when you're applying to schools, you, you actually want to go to the best schools. So you have all the, a long list of tier one law schools, tier two law schools. Some of the top schools, they needed me to write exams like IELTS, some asked for test of English language. I genuinely do not want to write any exam. Like, nah. So I narrowed down my schools and I picked only four schools that I was going to apply to. University of Chicago, Cornell University, Boston College, and George Washington University. These are really good schools. If you know anything about the application process, you know you have to write personal statements, you have to write essays for like if you're applying to scholarships, you have to get your transcripts, and you have to fill the application form. So I started the whole process, had to travel to Ibadan to process my transcripts. I think I submitted all my applications in November of 2014. In December, I gained admission to George Washington University. Hey, I was super excited. I think I got the email December 26th. Yeah, so Chris- the Christmas holiday was really, really nice and fun for me. But I kept waiting to hear back for the scholarship I applied for. I got a rejection. I mean, I didn't get the scholarship. That was really sad. In January, I got an email from the University of Chicago that said no to me. Oh, I felt so sad, really, because I, I had I have a thing for University of Chicago. It's such a great school. I've been dreaming about going there, so yeah. So they bounced me, Sha. That's it. <laughs> and I had two more schools. Hey, God, ooh, what am I going to do? You know, God has come through for you, girl. So February, I got an email. I remember where I was. I was on my bed. It was around 10. I was checking through my phone. I just got an email. Gained admission to Cornell. I was freaking out of my mind. Anyways, I called my parents. I know. I called the Nigerian parents at 10 p.m. What is happening to you, really? Are you okay? Are you fine? My parents were excited. It was like, yo, that's good news. That's really good. Okay. 
and I think I got my admission to Boston. I don't know if it was February or March. Oh yeah, Cornell, I didn't get any scholarship. So I didn't get any emails about scholarship. Boston College too, I didn't get any scholarship. So it was like, yeah, what's going to happen now? So I had three admissions now. Which school will I pick? Obviously, my dad was like, yeah, yeah. I mean, you have to consider Cornell University, really. That's like the best. I mean, out of the three, that was the best. And it's an Ivy League university. Why would you pass that up? So yes, it was Cornell. I paid my deposits, but still no sign of scholarship. At that point, it's like, ah, this is February. February, you know, school resumes August. You really need a scholarship to go. Even if you put your deposits, you know how much tuition and fees are. So you really know how much you still have to pay in the future. Dropping your deposit now is just small. It's just to indicate your interest. You still might not go if you don't have the funds. And if you remember correctly, in 2015, the Nigerian economy was in shambles. I mean, the exchange rates w- shot up. It was crazy. I remember when I was applying to schools, I think one of the things I even considered when I was narrowing down the schools was also application fee. If I could get an application waiver, if you're thinking of applying to schools, try and see if you can send emails to some of the schools to ask for a waiver. And they'll give you a waiver. Some did. At least I think I got from George Washington. The other schools, nope, I had to pay. Yeah, but some schools will give you that. That's just a tip by the side. I hadn't gotten any scholarship. I had friends too that applied to schools that gotten some had gotten like forty percent of the, like forty percent of their tuition and fees as scholarship. Some had twenty percent. You know, every other person just seemed settled and was like, ah, God. You have to come through for your girl. My my parents encouraged me that every day before work starts, I should spend an hour praying, declaring. When you have faith, you already see things as, as done. Do you understand? You're not just hoping. You're already like, Lord, this is settled though. I've decreed, I've declared it is settled. I just want it to manifest in the reality. That's it. So every day I was praying, you know, every night, pray, confess. Or whenever my mind went to school, I just decreed and confessed that God has to come through for your girl. So that was February, March, no sign, nothing. And the thing about the Cornell, I mean, this scholarship, I didn't have to write any essay and all that. For some schools, I know NYU, even George Washington, I wrote an essay for that. So some certain scholarships, you have to write an essay. But for Cornell, no, you just have to indicate on your form whether you'd be interested in funding and all that. So I just ticked yes to that. And if you go to the Cornell website, you see that the law school had a couple of scholarships. They get to determine who they give the scholarships to. So my prayer was just targeting the law school like God. This law school, they have to pick me for one thing. You know, they have to come through for me. <laughs> that was it. So, he had the economy in shambles. Cornell wasn't saying anything. I still was going to go. So, in June, I applied. I got my visa. I bought my tickets in June. Still no scholarship. Oh, oh okay. I skipped something. In May, since I hadn't gotten a scholarship, my parents had to stop making payments. And I had to make payments in installments. So I think the first installment was like $6,000. I paid that in May. But the prayer was like, God, I don't want my, I don't want to use my parents' savings. I believe you can give me a scholarship. People that have been getting scholarships, they don't have two heads now. You apply to a school. Different people have been getting scholarships. God has to, and God can do it. So it's really just small. I'm like, compared to what God has, compared to what God has done, God can do, God will do. Nah, this scholarship is small. My parents had and had paid for the first installment, May. Then June, I got my visa. I, I bought my ticket for August. July, nothing. Still nothing. Hey, God. So I think, yeah, we made the second payment in June. 
And then there were some issues too. You know, I mentioned how the exchange rate was crazy. And if you know Nigeria, once there's a problem with the exchange rate, there will be a limit to how much you can buy dollars or how much you could transfer. There were issues with my payments and all that, but we still made the second installment. Yeah, I remember correctly. We paid that and July too. I think it was the July when we had a lot of issues. Yeah. Anyways, August, bought my ticket, traveled to the US, landed in school. I was struggling to find accommodation. Everybody had settled down. My focus was still on scholarships. So I really wasn't even looking at the accommodation at all. And by the time I got to school, most people had gotten the, the cheaper accommodation. And what was left was this super expensive one that was like way out of my budget. I mean, I was still praying for scholarship. It was weird on my budget. I wasn't even thinking about that. So your girl was stressed, man. First of all, landed in school. If you know Ithaca, New York, the weather was cold. And that was supposed to be summer, but it was cold for me. I was trying to figure out where I was going to stay and all that. But I had temporary accommodation. I was still waiting. And every day I was just praying, God, I remember your word, you know. I lift up my eyes to the hills. Where does my help come from? My help comes from the Lord who made the heaven and the earth. Those who wait on the Lord, they shall renew their strength. I hadn't uh, mastered the bus schedule. So I used to trek from my temporary accommodation, which was on the west side of campus. But I will trek all the way down to the law school and I'm decreeing and just declaring and just trusting God, thanking God for his mercy. God can come through. I remember that was like my first week. My dad was, or second week, my dad was just encouraging me that I started looking out for jobs on campus. Just make more money while we're trusting God for the scholarship. So yes, that was it though. Trusting God and praying and all that. We had started classes, I mean, before the other law school students arrived. So the LLM students had started classes earlier. And since I hadn't found accommodation, when you're looking for housing, people post their houses on Craigslist. So you schedule time or schedule time to go check out apartments. You send emails to landlords to get back to you. So they tell you when to check or when you can come through. So that was really what I used to do after class every day. Go to downtown to look for house or go up there to check an apartment, see places, shared flats. Uh, play, yeah, just looking at different areas you could stay. So, I remember August 19th, this 2015, I, while I was in class, this was one week after school had resumed, I got an email. And I was like, okay, maybe this is one of the landlords. As I said earlier, I'd sent out emails to different landlords. So, it was like, oh, I mean, whose house am I going to check out next? That's how I refreshed my email, though. <laughs> At this time, it wasn't email from landlords, though. It was actually from the Assistant Dean for Graduate Legal Studies, Cornell Law School. And let me read out the title of the email. So it, it read, Congratulations, Full Tuition Fellowship Award from the Institute for African Development at Cornell University for your LLM in the amount of $63,726. Yes, you heard me right. Ha, ha, ha. I was like, nah. Nah, no. I imagine now, like you're checking your email in class. You're supposed to be hiding it do you understand you're supposed to be listening to class you're not supposed to be pressing your phone so i was still using Konai to read the email like yo no way i think i forwarded it to my dad i sent him a whatsapp that i should just check his email and i stepped out of class because you know when you get an email like that you have to you have to read it in clear light you know this all forward this to me what's this from where where how now so I took the phone and I went into the bathroom and I knelt down. I was just like, oh my gosh, I couldn't cry so much because it was like, what? From where to where? What is this institute? Who are these people? And this is coming from the assistant dean that I know, that I've seen around. So I know that, first of all, this is not fake. What? 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 What are you 
Anyways, I think I went back to class. But your girl was working on cloud. I entered class. I sat down. Best believe, I don't think I listened to anything. I just wanted class to end. So that I would have a call with my dad or my family members. And I was really overwhelmed. I think that was a feeling. And I was overwhelmed by love. It was it was a, a unique feeling. So I went to the chapel, Sage Chapel in Cornell. And um, I attended the Catholic Church. And that's where they used to hold Catholic Mass every Sunday. So I just went and I sat at the back of the church. And I cried. I cried because I felt so overwhelmed by God's love. I prayed to God about something and God heard me. I trusted him for something and he came through. All I can say is thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I can't even describe the feeling. I still feel overwhelmed whenever I think about it. Thank you, Jesus. I was filled with gratitude. I felt so much love. So much love from God that God could bless me. He listened to me. He granted my heart's desire. He heard my cry. I didn't even apply for the scholarship. I didn't even know there was any institute like that in Cornell. I had no idea. When I was praying this prayer, I was focused at the law school. One of those juicy scholarships they had that I needed to snag one of those. Hey! Yeah, I, I didn't even know how to describe this, this feeling. I couldn't even wrap my head around it. Like, I, I know, I just trusted God. And it was one prayer point. I just told God, I know, different people, I've heard different people who have gotten scholarships. It could be Shevening Scholarship, it could be your village that sent you to school, your state that sponsored you, your country. I mean, different people get different scholarships. And I was like, God, I just want this scholarship. And God gave me a scholarship without me applying. So Cornell processed my refund, the money my parents had paid, and sent it back to my account. And... This is the part that really, really blew my mind. So, you know, I I said I didn't apply for the scholarship. So, in 2016, when new students were coming to Cornell, somebody asked me about how my application for the scholarship went. And I was surprised. I was like, nope, I didn't apply. Because people actually apply for the scholarship. I guess they shortlist them and they award the people they feel, okay, they should get the scholarship. So, I need to point out it's actually a fellowship. So, I became a fellow of the Institute for African Development. People actually apply and you get shortlisted. And me, I just got an email saying, do you accept this? There were eligibility requirements. Should I tell you one of the requirements? They needed me to be from a, um, from a country in sub-Saharan Africa and that I didn't have any other citizenship apart from my African citizenship. For the first time, for the first time, my Nigerian citizenship made sense. <laughs> for the first time, my Nigerian citizenship was to my advantage. And that was it. So I met the requirements, I signed it, I accepted the award. But I was shocked. I didn't know anybody applied and uh, people actually applied for the scholarship. And you know the beautiful thing? Towards the end of my uh, my time in Cornell, I had a discussion with the director of the institute, who was one of my professors in Cornell. And he just mentioned how they had awarded that scholarship to somebody else. But the person chose, I think, last minute not to come to Cornell. And he nominated my name as the person to, that he should give this award. I wasn't the only African student there. There were other African students like me. But he picked me and they gave me the scholarship. And I was just like, nah, this has to be God. This has to be God. I mean, what are the odds? You actually gave the scholarship to somebody. The person turned it down. And you just picked me. So yes, that's my faith story with Cornell. I know it took me so long for me to talk about this. But in this season and this period, I feel like 2020 has shaken us collectively and individually. 
And I feel like it would have shaken so many people's faith in God or your trust in God. Because it's it's we're so quick to just say 2020 is over. We don't even know what is in 2021. So I just want to encourage you to have faith, you know. Trust in God. God will come through for you. Sometimes it gets so distracting. I mean, you have more faith in yourself because it just looks like, yeah, this year is going haywire. But, you know, don't give up. This year is not yet over. Let's trust in God. Let's go back to trusting God. God is raising so many people in our generation. I keep watching videos of like Christian people that come up, share their testimonies. And when I hear other people's testimonies, my mind is blown. But if you're trusting God and God comes through for you, it can be so encouraging. So I hope my Cornell and story encourages you if you're thinking about applying to grad school, if you're trusting God for scholarship, trusting God for a new job, trusting God for money, provision, protection, accommodation. Just trust in God, you know. Hold on to God. See, eh, in my mind, it was like, there's no turning back. I don't know where to come from, but I know to come from God. And if the Bible says God holds his words higher than his name, you know God is going to come through for you. I'd like to encourage you. There's this song I've been listening to. It's called Promises by Maverick City Music. Please listen to that song. So this is the recommended song for this episode. Thank you so much for listening to my podcast. If you're new here, please like, share, subscribe on Apple. My podcast is on SoundCloud. It's on Apple. Just check out Beautiful Mind Podcast. It's on Stitcher and it's on Google Podcasts as well. If you have stories, your faith stories, and you would like to share with me or any stories or question or anything, send me an email, beautifulmindpodcast at gmail.com. My Instagram is missvesco, M-S-V-E-S-C-O. And my Twitter is beautifulmindpo. Thank you very much for listening, and I'll see you in the next episode. Bye.